0: Welcome to Amadon Planet. I am your host, Joel Amadon. Thank you for joining me on this never-ending quest to learn how to teach better. Today on episode 77 of the podcast, we are talking about a new thing that we're gonna be doing on the podcast called Mailbag. We'll get to that later. And then we're also sharing some learnings I've had with my co-host on the Road to Better Teaching podcast. We're sharing some learnings we had in one full season of recording stories of teacher development so we host a podcast that's now called the road to better teaching it used to be called teacher's journey mom teacher's journey mile markers on the road to better teaching so we shorten that up just a road to better teaching and you know over the course of a academic year we interviewed several students former students uh, current teachers like all about their own experiences and, and and even my boss, Dean Rock, we, we recorded them sharing stories or, or basically moments of their own professional growth, and you know we as participants in that storytelling and and prompting them and and thinking about like why was it important to, why were those moments important to their teaching and thinking about how it aligns with both uh, personal growth but then also growth within the field like thinking about connecting to standards, and so in participating in that storytelling, Dr. Monroe and I, or Anne and I, like we had some learnings and that learning like held, basically we're on learning how to teach better. And so thinking about some of those, um, some of those learnings and wanting to share though on this podcast feed, because this feed is all about learning how to teach better. So gonna basically insert that uh, episode into this episode and just expose you to that podcast in case you've never heard that before. So we'll put that in here. And then, also, we want to introduce this thing called uh, mailbag. So one thing that I like uh, on podcasts that I listen to is about audience interaction. And it's usually some of my favorite um, favorite things to listen to on a consistent basis in a podcast. So if I know that there's – it's the host who I'm – you know, when you think about a, a podcast host as someone you kind of like hanging out with and you want to hear their opinions on things. And so if there's an opportunity for audience interaction, like why not, you know, why not either respond to questions or comments, suggestions, whatever. Uh, And so we're going to start doing what we're just calling the mailbag. We'll probably come up with a different way to brand it in the future. Always thinking about that. Um, Think about some sort of pl- you know planetary log, but that doesn't that sounds a little weird because it's not really like receiving it, like when Captain Kirk did his starship log, it was all about you know him just talking to himself, and that's not what we're doing here. That's a, that's actually a Captain Kirk's podcast. So we're going to be doing a ma- mailbag. So and if some of you might remember from the way back in Abaddon Planet, it used to be that it came out once a month, and uh, for each episode there was a preview and then kind of a wrap up. Of an episode, And basically the reason and the secret reason about why there it was is I had a certain amount of megabytes that I would pay for in my podcast hosting plan. And me being the frugal person that I am, I wanted to use all those megabytes so that if the episode was a certain length, I think, I don't know, if I had like 60 megabytes or something like that, which is about 60 minutes or something like that. And so I wanted to use all that time. So it actually took a long time to record these like three and five minute things because I was trying to get it under the time limit. Because if it was like one second over, it'd be too big, and I'd have to like upgrade, and I wasn't going to upgrade my uh, podcast uh, hosting plan. Now we're in a place where it doesn't matter. Um, but so used to do that in the hopes of trying to get interaction. Well, when you first starting a podcast, nobody really knows you're starting a podcast, or if they do start the podcast, you're not very good at it. Not, I think I'm getting I'm getting better, but that was probably not the place to have those intros and outros, and then and then also too. That meant if there was only one episode a month, that was a lot of around the one episode and versus I'm kind of scattered. I I kind of want to move on to the next topic, next topic. So this is something where we can talk about things that have happened. We can ask questions, maybe go further in some resources because sometimes – Um, whenever I do a topic on the podcast, there's like more stuff that comes and it's just, Oh, I wish I could go back and record that. So it's a chance to keep going back into old stuff. If there's a need to, if there's some excitement around something, or it's a chance to, you know, ask questions or make suggestions about future episodes. So for example, uh, Christy, um, Livingston. Uh, is great about offering suggestions, uh, for future podcast episodes. And those are hopefully coming to fruition. And so we're working on, on some of those things, which is great because it adds more content, but then also too, I just love that interaction and love that hearing what's working or what's not working. So basically all I'm saying is if you have questions, so again, questions about, it could be classroom scenarios, could be about previous episodes, could be about, um, Maybe there's some resources that someone wants to know more about that allows me to point at other experts in the field. Uh, I love doing that with uh, students and doc students I get a chance to interact with, and it'd be great to do that here on the podcast as well. So comments could be, um, again, hey, you missed this on this episode, or hey, have you ever thought about um, doing something, you know, just comments about the podcast, comments about teaching, comments about maybe a perspective I have, whatever. And then, uh, again, suggestions. So books, podcast episodes or things that where, I don't know, the, the things where I, I get my little, like, lightning bolt moments are, like, when I'm listening to the Broken Record podcast, I'm like, wow, I really want to talk to somebody about this episode or, or this idea that I heard on the Broken Record podcast, or I'm reading a book and, and then, like, really want to talk to somebody about that. So if you send me those suggestions, you know, maybe that's an opportunity also to be a guest on the podcast. So if you want to do that, you can, if you can send your questions, comments, and suggestions, and or suggestions to joel at avidonplanet.com. Again, questions, comments, or suggestions to joel at avidonplanet.com. Again, that's the mailbag. And we're going to start doing that uh, every episode coming out uh, in the near future. And so we had a lot of exciting content planned coming up and excited to record some episodes. So... Some of it is going to be like Ted Lasso centric because that's going to be coming out with season three. There's going to be um, some other academic-y type stuff, but we're again thinking about applications to teaching better, and then some other fun stuff. I don't know. It just I like I like a variety of stuff. So excited about the 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 future of what's happening on Amazon Planet excited about the audience interaction. Um, And again, you can also, you know, hit me up if you don't want to use an email, (laughs) you want to use the email machine, you can also interact via social media. And again, a lot of times that's at Amazon planet on whatever platform you're looking at LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, all that good stuff. So um, so right now what we're, we're going to do is we're going to jump into this episode of the road to better teaching where, uh, Anne Monroe and I are talking about the learnings we've had over a year of recording s- stories of teacher development. So we're going to let that roll and then we'll come up back and wrap up the episode. So here you go. Here's uh, episode 18 of road to better teaching. Where we're reflecting on season one of sto- of hearing stories of teacher development. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Joel Amadon, and I'm Ann Monroe, and this is the Road to Better Teaching, a podcast series where we discuss stories of teacher development. Hey, we're back. We're back
1: on the road again.
0: On the on r- the road again. again. We promised no singing. Uh, Who
1: promised? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about
0: that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're-
1: I-, I got a great story about that song. That song was really popular when I was growing up in the early '80s. And my mom um, was a very busy lady. She had five children and ran a nonprofit, among other things. And she was always on the phone. So we changed the lyrics for my mother and, and used to sing to her on the phone again.
0: On the phone again. On the
1: phone again. She can't just can't wait to get on the phone again.
0: We're on the microphone again. We are. There we go. And we've decided to uh, shorten up a few things. We changed the changed the name of the podcast, but everything is the same. We're still talking about mile markers on the road to better teaching, but it's the road to better, it's the road to better teaching. It's just
1: the road to better teaching. It's
0: just the road to better teaching. Sometimes you just, editors, need a good editor in your life. Yep. So, so Anne, we're here to talk about season one. It's in the books. Wow. Yeah.
1: We had a couple of Emmy nominations. (laughs) The Grammys overlooked us. That's
0: right. Uh, I'm still waiting from- uh, <laughs> We did
1: win the Emmys.
0: For Spotify to send, I don't know, whatever, the, the grand spot. I don't know what that would be. The, is, uh, is
1: it like a check for how many listeners we had? How
0: many listeners? I don't know. But that's why we're assigning this with to every class that we teach here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> anyway. That's ethical.
0: That's right. So we thought uh, the, as a the first episode of season two that we'd come together and talk about kind of an overview of last season and talk about the lessons we learned, um, things that were eye-opening to us. And so, one, th- that's what made this experience cool is that we got, to, we got to learn and hear all these stories, and then, two, we get to share them with the listeners out there. And so, um, just yeah, we're just going to go back and forth, share some learnings, and this will be kind of the kickoff episode to season two of The Road to Better Teaching.
1: Great. Looking forward to it.
0: All right. So who wants to go first? You want to go first?
1: Sure. Okay. So just a, something that um, after thinking about the episodes from last year, season one, uh-huh. and all the folks that we got to listen to and uh, the different, we, we had several pre-service teachers that we spoke to mm-hmm. at different levels, beginning their uh, journey as a teacher, f- finishing up their uh, pre-service um teacher experience of seniors and then even talking to faculty members who who'd been teaching for decades and um one thing that stood out to me was a, a common theme that's really important to me so it you know i noticed it mm-hmm. so many people talking about the emotional well-being of students mm. and Yes, they were talking about their content, they were talking about teaching strategies and things, but there was a lot of um, mentioning and discussion around um, creating a positive emotional space for children in the classroom. Um, you know, just off the top of my head, we had conversations with um, Brandy mm-hmm. at the DeSoto campus. Yeah, yeah, talked to her. Thomas. Yeah, Brandy Thomas. Her uh, really entire podcast was about that. But also other people that touched on, the, you know, the importance of, of meeting your kids' emotional needs in the classroom. And so because that's important to me and something that um, I think about a lot, that stood out as sort of a common theme across many of the podcast episodes. So it's just an important piece of teaching regardless of what you're teaching yeah, or who you're teaching mm-hmm. or what level you're teaching, whether you're teaching college-age students or kindergartners or um, sixth graders or, um, you know, 18 year olds in high school. Right. That was a common thread through a lot of conversations that we had. So that was, that's probably the first thing that stood out to me when I was going back and thinking about season one.
0: Yeah. Well, and also I guess connecting with that was the, and I have a lot of like the power of sort of statements. And one of them was the power of being seen. Yes, You're Like I yes. think it was Kayla talking, to Kayla Luke talking about like seeing her uh, kindergarten teacher in the in the grocery store and almost crying just from the. It was at the Target. Oh, is at the Target. She yeah. ran into her at the Target, at the target and
1: target. just saw her face and got emotional.
0: Yeah. So like you know, and and so that was like seeing of the teacher, but also just we heard the statement like my te- this teacher saw me when we talked yes. about the powerful te- yes. like just so that I mean that talks about like. Not just, you know, seeing them as a, as a, a student in the classroom in the, in the sea of faces, but actually seeing the person and who they are and, and their interests and their, you know, building and like we talk about building those relationships with the students in order to be the best teacher that you can for them. And then, because we heard that multiple times. We like, did. The teacher I, saw me.
1: I think that's such a, to me, a, um, a powerful way to say that that they saw me. And mm-hmm. I think like you said, it speaks about seeing me in a lot of different ways, but seeing my needs, seeing what I come to the table with, seeing me as a whole person, as somebody that's valued. Mm-hmm. And I think that that such a powerful message I remember when Kayla said that early in the season, it really um it made me emotional. Yeah, yeah. Um but so yeah, I think that's 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 part of that piece, I think that I was seeing that thread, that pattern of the importance of connecting emotionally with your students as a person.
0: Yeah. And, and that's, and I guess that's something like we, we talk about every now and then, like, that's what makes this job. I love this job. And that's what also makes it hard too. It's like you, you get these and we, we had a conversation, I think we talked about it in the podcast, but we definitely had it in our class where, you know, we talked about some people like being upset and sad, you know, about, um, just having a rough day. And it's like, you know, and I guess you're going to have these highs, but you're also going to have these lows in being a teacher because you are having these emotional connections. And so it can get emotional. You know?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a a, a job where you're inter, inter, interacting with humanity on a daily basis. Yeah.
0: But it's cool to have a, a job that you care about so much because there's so many people that they don't, you know? Yeah. And, and so.
1: I wouldn't want a job where I couldn't connect with someone on a human level on a daily basis. Yeah. And I think that was all you know, I think the people that we talked to last season, they all had that desire and need. Yeah. Themselves for human connection, which I think makes them um sets them up f- to be a great teacher. Yeah. Or Absolutely. they already are a great teacher.
0: Absolutely. What all about right. you,
1: Joel? What did you notice?
0: Well, I just did the last one. I did B scene. Oh,
1: oh, the B scene. You add you tagged, tagged B scene Okay, yeah, well I got another one. Okay. Um so this was interesting and I felt also a thread that ran through several of the stories that we heard last season the I, the importance of professional development mm. to pre-service teachers and in-service teachers yeah that sometimes professional and oftentimes really quality professional development can change the trajectory of somebody's career
0: mm.
1: we saw this with Candy's cook yep and uh, her experience with the
0: um Project Prime, Project Project Delta. Project Prime, Project
1: Delta. We heard it, I believe, with... um, Patches. Patches, Mm -hmm. Calhoun. Uh, We heard it with Austin Jones talking about Sunflower County Freedom Project. Uh And that was obviously uh, a volunteer piece, but he had some professional development with that training, et cetera. And he talked about some other things, some other professional developments. But uh, we had Hannah Farnlocker come in and talk about your class and what she learned about the... um, Instructional triangle. Instructional triangle. Um, And so that stood out to me as something unexpected. And I I guess it shouldn't have been unexpected, but I just assumed that a lot of people would be coming and talking about an experience they had with a child, like a one-on-one experience or something like that. But they really spoke about how those professional development opportunities changed the way they either thought about teaching or actually changed their teaching style in in like – in terms of like candies or patches and um and so and i think Nicole Robertson was even talking a little bit when she talked to us about some of the she was talking yeah the yeah. professional uh, development opportunities that impacted her and changed the way she started uh, the things she was delving into with ap sciences and looking at some of the areas she'd never looked at before or right. things she ta- had never taught before so that was fascinating to me and as someone who trains teachers it's really nice to hear that yeah that those things are impactful and people are listening and they are looking to improve and and really grabbing on to some of those opportunities
0: so that ties in with um well and I, i'm not going to piggyback again but i was just thinking of the you know we were both teachers where sometimes we went to professional development opportunities that we might not have necessarily selected um and the quality of them could have been you know uh, debatable, right? But I remember my friend um, Courtney Kessler. She would talk about it's not a professional development. I'm not going to a professional development. I get the opportunity to develop as a professional, and oh, so that's a good way of looking. So, at like it. having that posture of I'm looking. I'm I have an opportunity to develop today, and how do I receive that? Because who knows? Like you know, if Hannah was in a random 352 class, and that happened to be a moment, or you know, the the Project Prime had. Like so many different instances where it was, you know, I th- remember with patches, she identified a single problem that was like, "Oh, the locker problem." Oh my gosh, that changes my ideas about teaching. And it's like, mm-hmm. you're if you're not ready for those, if you're not leaning into those moments, then I mean, those moments could pass you by. That's you know, thinking about now, that could be the moment that you're shopping on your <laughs> your phone or something. Yeah. You totally missed it. You missed a mile marker, right?
1: Well, yeah, and that the phrasing you just said that was uh, that. Uh, it's an opportunity for me to develop professionally puts the person in an active mode
0: mm-hmm.
1: of receiving instead of sometimes when we say professional development, it's a passive mode of getting through it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we, and, and, and for, you know, that's because there ha there are a lot of professional developments workshops or, um, you know, opportunities that are presented at schools that teachers maybe aren't getting as much out of because they don't have a lot of choice. right? And yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. more of the structure of the, how that works and that there's so many other things teachers need to do during the time period where these right. professional developments are offered, like
0: yeah. set, set up, up their, their classrooms, classroom. get yeah. ready
1: for the kids. And so I think, and if you do look back, that now that you said that, Joel, if you look back at the folks that spoke to us last season, all the professional developments that were mentioned, with maybe the exception of a class like that Hannah took, were chosen.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, good.
1: even now, now that I think about it, my podcast where I talked about the Dinah Zyke workshop that I went to as a first year teacher, yep. that was something I chose to do. Remember, I had to take yeah. off a day and uh-huh. I didn't even know how to take off a day. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> yeah. you know, what, how do I ask to take off to go to this professional development? But that was a choice. So I think that's powerful too. Right. And something for that's a good point. folks that work with teachers to think about is that when you have. When you give teachers the choice of what, of where and how they want to develop in what areas, it's more powerful. Yeah. A little and, agency. and they come to it in a, with a, um, a stance of action, uh-huh. um, instead of a passive
0: stance. Yeah. Cause on the road to better teaching, it's better to drive than just to get on the bus.
1: That's right. We always say that because life is a highway, Joel. There you
0: go. <laughs> on, the, on the road again. <laughs> I want to drive it. <laughs> drive it. Yeah. That's right. All day long.
1: Um, <laughs> but yeah so that's interesting yeah that's I love that what your friend said so who so it's that it's an opportunity for me to develop professionally right that's great
0: Mm -hmm. so I'll use that sometimes like if we're not having class like oh so we don't have class no you have an opportunity to develop as a professional in whatever way you see fit you mean we don't have class (laughs) 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 so (laughs) uh, that happens very rarely anyway so uh but in, I guess this does tie in, I guess we had, we have some similar minds and, but I just talked about the power of moments, right? So it was like the power of professional development, but like the power of moments in, um, in developing te- and just thinking about that from a teacher's perspective, as a teacher of teachers perspective, or just as a teacher to this, like, again, leaning into those things and seeing like you know, what might happen today and being open to those possibilities. And I think sometimes we're, you know, especially like, you know, we've taught classes, the same classes several times, and you get kind of like a way of thinking about and predicting some things. But even like the other day, I was doing a math problem that I was introduced to by Meg Meyer, and I do it in class in order to show students like this. It's really a a different way of thinking about like systems of equations, not to... Boy, the audience here, but uh, yeah, exactly. no, no, it's great. It's a great problem. And I've done it several times. And I remember my, um, my colleague or Meg Meyer who introduced it to me, she had done it like for years. She actually designed, was one of the designers of the curriculum. And I remember when she would do it with my methods class, when I was a, a doc student, a teaching uh, doc student at, at uh, Wisconsin, like she would come in and do that problem. And I remember seeing the excitement on her face Every time, because she's like somebody always does something a little bit different. So, and like he's always like leaning into it, and so thinking about and, and even too this past week, like someone in my class like they did something I hadn't seen before, and it was like it yeah. was pretty neat. And Love it's that. like and and it's like the being open to those those moments and the power of moments. There's a book by Chip and Dan Heath that's called The Power of Moments that I talked about on my other podcast. But in there, there are several examples. One of them is a, of, a from schools where they, people create these moments for their students. But it's like, one of them is like where the big buildup for this one class is to hold this court case about some literary figure and they kind of have a mock court. sort of that, but it's mm-hmm. the big buildup and people come and watch it. And right. it's like, it's this landmark thing for these kids. And it's like, it's a designed moment um, that can happen. But then also too, just knowing that those moments can happen on a day-to-day basis as well.
1: Well, that, and that's something I thought about looking back at the season. It's very similar to what you're saying, that you never know what has an impact on a teacher to m- make them think differently about mm-hmm. their teaching or try something different. So it's kind of this, you, you said it better in saying the, about the moments. But I was just sort of thinking Thank like... Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, <clears throat> you never know what's going to impact somebody. Like, it was the locker problem for patches mm. it was something else for someone else it was the instructional triangle for hannah yeah. Farnlocker, um and you look you never know yeah and and everybody is so different and what a takeaway they have are a moment they may have a moment where somebody else doesn't really have a moment or it doesn't you know ring ring as clearly to them as it does to someone else so you know making sure people have lots of varied opportunities. And it's what we teach our teachers to do in their classroom is, you know, you never know what's going to um, get through to somebody and work for one person and then may not work for the next person. Yeah. So uh, that was something I picked up. It's just you, de- you never know.
0: So going along with that and, and given that, you know, I know your research is on shame, like we're talking about the power of moments from a positive direction too. You can also think about it from a negative direction. Oh, yes. And so, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I guess, you know, we've heard those positive things, but we also want to think, like, hey, moments are powerful. So even, yes. like, it's just one comment or one off moment, that could, be, that could be powerful, not to put a lot of stress on people, but, like, just to m- make known, like, the moments count. <laughs> All the moments count. Yes,
1: and you don't know how someone's going to take something. Um, and being very careful hmm About how you say things, what you say, how someone might take your words or especially with the power we yield as teachers. Yes. It's so important to be careful about how we communicate to our students and what we're communicating because we do have, we do have the, you know, exceptional power, power to do good and unfortunately exceptional power uh, to harm. Mm-hmm if we're not careful. So and even in with best intention sometimes yep. um we can do things that aren't so great for kids. So just being very careful about that. But yeah, you're right. We have to think about the good and the bad.
0: Yep. Um and then uh well I had another one. Do you have another one? Go ahead. All right. I was gonna talk about the ICNU statements. So and this is not necessarily from the episode, but like you think about the the people and some of the, we reached out or reached out. Yeah. Reached out. Yeah. Sounds
1: good. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Reached out. I'll I'll
1: check with my grammar specialist later, but (laughs) you're asking the wrong person to
0: our, uh, uh, to our colleagues and ask for like people to send, send folks our way. And you think about like the, you know, the ICNU statements of like that, you know, the people that were selected, like, and, or even the folks that we selected too like, that I see in you and I'd like you to come share this, you know, and it's almost like that's, we could be doing that more, like, not that everyone needs to be invited to a podcast, but, like, thinking about the power of, like, I see in you uh, Mm -hmm. this ability or this, these assets and, and, you know, for the classroom or for, you know, to become on a podcast, but just, or even just as professional to professional, like, you know, I see that you do this really well. Okay. Can you share with me about yes, that? You learning
1: know? from each other. Right. I think that's a lesson for us in, in the school of education or just in generally in teacher training, our students come to us with a lot of experience. They've been in the classroom themselves very recently as a student they're in their field placements. They're listening to all sorts of people telling, talking to them and um, providing experiences around teaching. So they're in the middle of it. They're in mm-hmm. the thick of it. They have ideas. And just like you said, I see this in you, and we were able to hear from people that, like Brandy Thomas and DeSoto that I was extremely impressed with, I didn't know who she was. And she's saying things that are exactly what I <laughs> – what. I'm constantly talking about what mm-hmm. I'm thinking about with my research. What I'm what I find is the the most important thing. Yeah. And she's exemplifying it. She's you know personifying it in the best way possible. I didn't even know her. Yeah. Because I didn't have an opportunity to interact, but because one of her professors said this would be a great person to talk to, yeah. I get the opportunity to hear from somebody like that who is going to be a phenomenal educator and learn from her. And because someone said, you have something of value to share, we need to hear from you. So we need to take those lessons in teacher education and do more listening Mm
0: -hmm.
1: from our pre-service teachers. What are they telling us? What do they have to say?
0: What are they they teaching teaching us? us?
1: Um, I love that idea, Joel. You know, sort of like, um, you need to hear from this student of mine. Mm hmm They've got things to share. Um, That I would love to see more and more us do more of that. Yeah. Showcase like a showcase. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Well, the thing too, I guess, is you know this is this podcast is meant to parallel the 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 process of developing um, artifacts for our portfolios that are that our undergraduate candidates and some of our uh, MEd and leadership candidates are doing, and to identify these moments of their teaching and reflect on it. And so that can be hard, especially when you are in the weeds. Like you're mm-hmm. you've you just had the experience. You just had something like, and to have somebody on your side next to you to not only say like I see in you this experience or whatever, but hey, I think you just had a moment. And it's like help them helping people out, especially too. and it's not just to to complete a portfolio, but it's also to help folks see like no, something significant happened here. Like the way you're talking about this, the the way you're talking about this instance, the way you're talking about this student, it's like there's a shift here that happened. And to help to be colleagues that help each other like see that um, sort of perspective. Like I know like, you know, just in talking about our uh, relationship and, and some of the work that we've been doing, I mean, I think a lot more about like the role of shame and how to minimize or mitigate it within an environment to help make sure that, you know, think about, was it Nathanson's compass of shame and Mm -hmm. and, yep. And all that. And so like all that to helping me and develop as a, as a teacher educator, but then, you know, thinking about it because we get opportunities to talk back and forth about these sorts of situations, but having that, that partner, that teaching partner, those those you know peers, and we see our, our, our teacher candidates are they're, they're always talking to each other. But to be that kind of mirror for them to say, "Hey, I see that this seemed like a pretty cool thing that just happened. It's not just like that was a good lesson. Like, I think you had a, a growth moment there, um, and like those are good because that also feeds into, hey, I made progress. <laughs> like I'm getting yes, better.' <laughs> I'm getting better,
1: and also just acknowledging that you're doing good things. So, since we're on the road to better teaching, it's like having a passenger in your car. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like you need passengers, right?
0: That's right.
1: You need fellow road trippers. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes those road trippers are experienced road trippers, and they, you know, can give you direction. And sometimes they're just peers alongside you, encouraging you, Um Listening, seeing what you're doing, you're seeing what they're doing, so I think that's a great, I think that's a great point. Um, and really important, if you I just remember being a young teacher and going back to this idea about professional development, we'd whine about it and mo- you know and be like, "We just want to be in our rooms or like, let us plan with each other." Yeah Like I know there was a lot of um, asking for time. now they have a lot more you know, with PLCs and opportunities for that, which is fantastic. Yeah. But we just wanted time to be in our rooms or work with another teacher or work with our fellow third-grade teachers or and, you know, plan something. Right. And so teachers are really great at doing things like that, working with each other and right. planning things together if given time to do it.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: And great things come from that type of collaboration. Right. Um, great things come for kids, so...
0: Just like uh the great Ted Lasso and Coach Beard, they got a they've got a thing they've got a thing they, they got a thing. They got a thing. Do you got any more? Uh, just the just the quality
1: of the people we talked to, just the I just enjoyed um, talking with the people I already knew and learning a little bit more about them, but then also, like I said, meeting people i hadn't I did not know, and just the quality of the people we talked to impressed me. The quality yeah. of our teacher candidates. They're just fantastic. And yeah. I say this all the time. We have the best students on campus because we do. <laughs> we do. I mean, you, <laughs> if you've got students in your classroom and you say, does anybody have you know, a marker and they pull out 50 and all of them have markers, scissors, glue, <laughs> highlighters, staplers, they're organized, they have That's color. Right. They're the best. Yeah. Um, but they're serious. They're great. They're committed. They're passionate. And then the professionals we talk to, same thing. Yeah. Committed, great, serious, passionate, doing good work. So I think just the high quality of the people we talked to, um, what they had to say, and just the amount of learning that happened for me, listening to others, um, was fantastic throughout the whole season.
0: Yeah, and I think I in you know as we're wrapping up, I think just honoring honoring these stories and so honoring and sharing them at the same time is a pleasure uh, mm-hmm. to do that, and just I don't know, I think sometimes teachers don't get the best well i'll say it teachers don't get the best rap all the time no and so to to share these certain be like no no, no. this is a teacher here you go yeah listen to this
1: you know? yeah it's impressive and so that i think that for me that's something that was a standout just the high quality of the folks that we have in our program or that we have graduated from our programs or that we have in our schools working today
0: yeah awesome all right we good?
1: I we're good, and I'm looking forward to season two. Do we want to? Do we want to give any um, sort of what? What do you say when you um, like teaser? Like when you give when you give a little information about what's coming up, and you what do you say? What is that phrase they use? Like when you tell what's going to happen in season two of a show, or like, like a, you know,
0: like a trailer.
1: Oh, you I mean, know, it like is you give it is a tease. Like I mean, yeah, like a like where you're trying to.
0: Have you booked somebody?
1: Well, you had an idea. <laughs> I was just going to drop a little. Um, oh, oh, information! Like you had an idea that I really liked. Well, I've like. I've been teaching might be... all
0: day. I, I can't remember anything. <laughs>
1: so, in season two, folks, in season what two, we're trying to say coming up, is that there going to be maybe a little twist on things, and you might hear from people that you don't expect to hear from.
0: Oh, yeah, that's yeah. So
1: there are great teachers in all walks of life, doing different kinds of teaching. So I think yeah. we're going to maybe have uh, a guest or two that you might not expect us to have, who may have something really awesome to say about teaching. Yeah. Um, so I think you'll see some things in season two that you didn't see in season one. That's right. Um, I did have
0: a great idea. I you did have it, a yeah. great idea.
1: I can't remember how to say it though. That's not, <laughs> So that'll stay the same from season one. I won't remember the word I'm supposed to use or how to say something. All that's the same. There you go. Um, but I think we'll have some kind of different takes on, uh, who we might invite some different folks and, and some of the same types of folks we had last time with some pre-service teachers from different programs, um, some educational leadership folks um, that are going to be training to be principals and administrators in schools. And so, and then some other, some other types of teachers. So I'm looking forward to a great new season and I hope you guys are too.
0: Yeah. So, you know, thanks to you, Anne, (laughs)
1: Thanks to you, Joel.
0: For uh, sharing some of this, uh, our own mile markers on our road to better teaching.
1: Absolutely. And thanks to all of you out there who've been listening and tuning in to The Road to Better Teaching. This episode may be over, but The Road to Better Teaching never ends. Please subscribe to the podcast so you're notified when the next episode's ready for a listen. And if you like what you hear, please rate and review the podcast.
0: You know what? You can also share the podcast with someone you feel, feel may be interested in these stories of teacher development. You can uh, check out the show notes for this episode at RoadToBetterTeaching.com. And finally, thank you to all of you listeners out there for taking the journey to better teaching. This road, this world is a better place because you have used the gifts you have been given to teach others. And just saying that this podcast is an Amazon Planet production. All right, that is going to do it for this episode of Amazon Planet of the Amazon Planet podcast. Show notes can be found at AmazonPlanet.com forward slash episode 77. Now, for those of you looking for ways to support the podcast, you can, hey, fill the mailbag, submit a question, comment, or suggestion to the mailbag by sending an email to joel at AmazonPlanet.com. And also, those could be. And I was just also thinking those could be like also things that we include on our email list, which is getting rebranded as well and and relaunched during the fall here. So you can also subscribe, rate and review if you want to support the podcast. You can and also share episodes, uh, which will allow more people looking for similar content to find it. As always, you can follow at Amazon Planet on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, or like the Amazon Planet Facebook page. In addition, you can subscribe to the Amazon Planet download, containing which contains teacher resources and updates from Amazon Planet. Finally, you can check out the Amazon Planet store or Amazon Planet Bookshop. Links are in the footer at AmazonPlanet.com where your purchases support the production costs of the podcast. Thank you for spending time on Amazon Planet. And thanks to Matt Mifflin for the music in this episode. Finally, thank you to all of you out there learning to teach better and be the good in the world by investing in the lives of others. This world is a better place because you have decided to use the gifts you have been given to serve others. Thank you for all that you do. Peace.